Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope Podcast, where we share biblical truths that'll give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. Hey guys, we're together again. Great. Thanks for joining me today. In my last podcast, I started ministering out of Acts chapter 3, talking about the power of the name of Jesus, and I want to continue today from that same passage. So to set some context before we jump in, I'd like to read the first couple of verses from Acts chapter 3. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate, called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us! So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. So, Peter and John approach the gate beautiful where this lame crippled man is lying on his mat begging. The gate beautiful speaks of a divine life-changing opportunity to pass through from the natural to the supernatural, from death to life, from darkness to light. From the kingdom of this world into the kingdom of God. From slavery to sin to freedom in Christ Jesus. You know, every doorway and gate has a threshold. And I'd like to talk about that threshold for a few moments. The threshold is a point where we pass from one space to the next. For example... If I was in a passage and I passed through the doorway, I might now be in the kitchen in the house. Some thresholds are more significant. For example, I was in the passage and now I'm in the headmaster's office. <laughs> be honest, who's been there? <laughs> you know, we can cross the threshold and through the beautiful gate, who is Jesus? When our faith is released by an act of our will in response to the word of God. Now sometimes this can be a slow, gentle wooing of our hearts. And sometimes it can all happen in seconds. The crippled man at the gate beautiful had been there for years. But his life changed forever within seconds. When Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
rise up and walk. And scripture records that he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Say with me, say immediately. Immediately. His breakthrough happened when he recognized the opportunity and responded immediately with his whole heart. He was fully committed. How close are you and I to the breakthroughs that we need? Sometimes it can feel like it's a far off. But I'm here to tell you today that it's much closer than you think. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8 to 10 says this, but what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So where is that opportunity to pass through from one side to the other? Well, this passage says it's near you. It's as far as a believing heart and the proclamation of faith. Sometimes when we look for that opportunity, that breakthrough that we trust in God for, it seems like it's nowhere on the horizon. We can't see it. It feels like it's a far off. This passage says it's not a far off. In fact, it's near us. It's as near as the faith in our hearts and the proclamation of faith with our mouth. If your faith feels low, Stir it up. Fill your mouth with thanksgiving and praise. When our heart and our mouth come into unity and begin to declare the praises of God, declare thanksgiving to God, faith is stirred up in our hearts. Faith rises up and we step from one side of that gate the side that is the limited side the limitations imposed by this world and we step through into the limitless possibilities provided by Jesus that crippled man's opportunity started with a faith declaration and your opportunity also starts with a faith declaration. The Bible records how Peter, filled with the Spirit, created a faith opportunity with a faith proclamation that became the catalyst for that crippled man's miracle. Imagine if Peter had not called out to him. Imagine if Peter had not issued the faith command, there would have been nothing for that man to respond to. He wouldn't have had that opportunity. So where did the opportunity start? It started 
with Peter releasing his faith. It started with Peter creating a faith opportunity by a proclamation of faith. Well, it's easy for us to read the story and go, oh, yes, Brett. But, I mean, that was the Apostle Peter. Hang on a second. Do you know, Peter wasn't an exception to the rule. Peter modeled himself after Jesus. And when, like Peter, we choose to walk like Jesus and talk like Jesus, then we'll get the same results as Jesus. You might be saying, yeah, but Brett, uh, you know, I'm just human. Uh, Sorry, you're not off the hook so easily. The writer of the book of Ephesians says in chapter 5 verse 1, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. It doesn't say be spectators of God. (laughs) That would be a whole lot easier, right? It says be imitators of God. Jesus wants us to watch what he's doing and to do what he he does. To hear what he's saying and to speak his words of life. Now, when we read this passage, it's easy for for us to read it and to hear it as a historical event that once happened. But I'd like to look for a second at some things that we can get out of the crisis that this man found himself in. The Bible tells us that he was lame from birth. How can we relate to that? Maybe you weren't born with a physical defect or challenge like that man. But as I considered this, I believe that that crippled man's paralysis represents what seems impossible. It represents for us what seems broken, what seems beyond repair, what seems hopeless, what seems to be too late. You know that crippled man on that day when Peter and John approached him, he could easily have said, Don't you know, I can't stand up because I'm paralyzed. But if he had done that, he would have completely missed out on God's miraculous, life-changing blessing. But praise God, he lifted his vision beyond his condition and responded in faith. It's easy for us to feel stuck In our condition, what seems impossible, broken, beyond repair, hopeless in our lives. To feel like it's too late. Like that man, we all face something at some point in our lives that seems impossible. But like Peter, we need to say, well I can't, but God can. Peter said, silver and gold, I don't have. But what I do have, I give to you. What seems impossible to you right now? What excuses are holding you back? 
I can guarantee you that you don't have any better excuses than that paralyzed man. He had all the excuses in the book. And no one would have blamed him. But on that day, in that hour, when he saw Peter, when he heard Peter's faith proclamation, something rose up in his heart. And faith made the impossible possible. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, Jesus says, With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. In Mark 9, 23, Jesus says, All things are possible to him who believes. Now, there might be a whole lot of things that you and I can't do. Or feel like we can't do. But you know what we can all do? We all have the ability to believe. We all have the ability to step out of our limitations, our weaknesses, our failures. To fix our eyes on Jesus and to believe what he has to say. What changed things for the crippled man as he lay on the mat that day. Well, he opened his eyes. Peter called out to him and said, Fix your eyes on us. And he looked up. Then he opened his ears. When Peter issued the faith proclamation, and even at that point, he still had a choice on how he was going to respond. But praise God, he responded from his heart. The Bible says that Peter reached out to grab him. And in that moment, faith rose up and he grabbed the opportunity. And he reached out with his hand and he grabbed Peter by the hand. And guys, there's a lesson in the story for us as we read this. Let's not just read the story or listen to it as a historical event. Let's learn the lesson that we need to take from this as well. We need to grab the opportunities given to us by the anointed Word of God and take a stand. As Peter grabbed him by the hand and helped him up, he had to make a faith decision in that moment that right now I receive my healing and I believe it I believe that today is my day I believe that God can I believe that he is I believe it for right now Romans chapter 10 in verse 17 in the Passion Translation puts it like this faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. I love the way it puts it. Faith then is birthed in a heart that responds. It speaks about a choice. We all have a choice how we are going to respond to God's anointed utterance. And what does that word anointing 
mean? It doesn't mean high and mighty, thee and thou, something unrelatable for us. That word anointing simply means the power of God to destroy yokes and bondages and set us free and to cause God's favor, blessing, abundance, provision and protection <laughs> to be manifest in our life right now when we release our faith. Amen. That same passage in the New King James Version reads like this. It says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. We've got to choose to tune our ear in to hear what God is saying to us. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? The anointed Word of God. I used to wonder why that phrase was seemingly repeated in that passage. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And I'm sure there's probably a couple of things that could be said about it, but here's what came to me as I was waiting on God and just meditating on this passage. There are a lot of messages competing for our hearts and minds. A lot of distractions a lot of half-truths and a lot of deceptions masquerading as the truth. There are a lot of loud voices in this world speaking to us, vying for our attention. But you know, as believers, our feet are planted on the rock of our salvation when our hearts are tuned into God's message for us. And you know that God's message is always going to cut across the message of this world. God's message of faith is always going to cut across the message of doubt and unbelief, of fear, of not enough, of lack, the message of I can't, I sh shouldn't. God's message of faith will always cut across. But God's word is true, God's word is reliable, and God's word is more dependable than any other voice that we might hear in the world. We can trust God's word even above the, our own feelings in our body. Imagine how that man lying on that mat, crippled from birth, must have felt in his body. His whole life, all he knew was the message that his body told him that you can't. He had gotten used to so many limitations. You can't play with the other boys. You can't get whatever job you want. You can't go wherever you like. Your place is down on the ground begging for a handout. What limiting beliefs have held you back? Maybe you've thought that you're stuck on your own, in a failed marriage, in bad relationships, in emotional turmoil, maybe with problematic health. I'm here to tell you today, 
regardless of the problem, your breakthrough starts when you respond in faith to the living, powerful, and anointed Word of God. Friends, I'm here to tell you today that it's time to take a stand. It's time to make a faith declaration to cross over that threshold from the natural into the supernatural. To cross from the place of not enough and lack and brokenness into God's place of supernatural salvation and blessing and favor. Will you with me today take a stand and make a faith declaration? Say together with me, I'm done with low level living. I'm done with listening to the lies of the enemy. I'm done with the living in the hurts and brokenness of the past. I'm done with being down, despondent and disappointed. Today marks the change. Today I choose to walk in forgiveness, not condemnation. I receive God's mercy and I release mercy, not judgments. Today I'm calling on the name of Jesus. Romans 10.13 says, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I'm a whoever. Jesus, I call on your beautiful name and I thank you today that I am saved. John 8.36 says, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I thank you, Lord, that today I'm free in Jesus' name. Friend, as you said that, as you issued that faith declaration, that faith proclamation, I come into agreement with you in Jesus' name. And I agree that today is the day of salvation for you. Today marks the change in your life where you've stepped out of the old and into the new. You've stepped out of the place of hurt and brokenness and into the place of healing and freedom. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's Word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend?